0: This podcast may contain questionable language, will contain spoilers and hopefully the correct episode number, which for a reminder for Steve is one three two.
1: Everybody, and welcome to episode 130 something of Movie Drone. I forget what it is, and absolutely no idea. Sorry about that. I'm Snotty Steve.
0: I'm non Snotty Mark.
1: Good, good for you, mate. Yeah, good for you. Good for you. Yeah. Um, thanks for the, the reminder. No worries. I, I, I did, did yeah. uh, honestly get that wrong last week. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, well, are you all right? Yeah, good. Yeah, good. It does remind me of
0: that time when I you didn't notice, you know, I told you there was a big faux pas with something and i would said i'd never tell you it happened once i put the wrong episode number on the main tweet
1: oh no one ever noticed it was brilliant (laughs) i never noticed i mean i think everyone's just amazed that we've been doing it for 131 (laughs) episodes oh i'll get onto that in a bit it's amazing the bed how you been anyway i've been all right mate did i sound like i actually cared then because I'm trying, semi, but right. I'm sure someone out there does, so I'll run <laughs> you through it anyway. I don't know if you can see over my shoulder. I've had a bit of a tidy up and a bit of a hoover. You have, uh, um, have you sold the um the pissy sheet thing because that's not there? I no, can't that's that that stacked behind the camera, so oh, you can't it? see that. Oh, All right, okay,
0: unfortunately. But yeah, mate, it's been it's been a nice week actually, okay.
1: not too shabby. Your hair's looking incredibly tall. Thanks, <laughs> it actually it's like a silhouette. I gave it <laughs> a, little... a um, I gave it a brush early because it was I knotty, don't... but I've added volume. I don't... <laughs> Um, <laughs> I think you ate a lot of ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, actually, I'll tell you what you look like. Go on, uh, Cameron Diaz in there saying about Mary. <laughs> what yeah. you not to? Yeah, you <laughs> never know. You know, it
0: don't <laughs> work. By the way, just like you know. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, nice week. had uh, nice weekend. Late night movies. Mm-hmm. I had the best takeaway I've ever had.
1: You right. It was that's saying good. something from you because you have oh. one every fucking day. Well, this was a a
0: restaurant takeaway.
1: Right. Oh yeah. Well, COVID one. I right, turned
0: right. up and I said to the missus. I was like, Mum came over, she's she's allowed, she's in our bubble. Um, so we had a takeaway. It turned up, Mrs. opened it, and I was like, oh, fuck, they've sent the wrong
1: one. She was like, no, that's my
0: chicken and avocado salad. Mate, this thing could have fed like eight people. Really?
1: It was. <laughs> Sorry, you ordered a chicken and avocado salad. She did. Right.
0: She can't eat anything, can't make a You can make that, can't you? It's a bit of waste of money. Though. Well, it's like a. It was one, this Greeky thing. Right. So it was like. Had Ka- a bit of kabab. oil on the top yeah, of it. Bit, right, bit,
1: okay. Oh, it was amazing. Right.
0: Um, and we all sat down and watched The Masked Singer. Mate, we're all into The Masked Singer.
1: Singer. <laughs> I mean, I have no idea what that is. Oh, have you
0: not seen it? No, why the fuck would it's I I watch that? It's a Saturday night
1: programme, right? People
0: dress is up Is that because
1: Strictly's not on? Is that why you go into yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Mum's obsessed with it. We
0: watch it. It's the worst thing ever put on TV, but it's so addictive. Right. right. people dress in these costumes. I think it's over in America. I think it's taken off quite well. Fuck knows where it ever came from. But you dress up as things like a grandfather clock or a scorpion or something like that, and then they
1: sing, and it's celebrities in the suits. And you have to try and guess who it is. Was Rita Ora on it? She's a judge on it, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I saw her, they were moaning about her hair Oh, right, or saying, yeah. Yeah, so oh
0: we had a bitch about that as well. Did what you? the fuck Fucking
1: oh, Pot calling the kettle that one. Great <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a fair point, mate. Yeah, I should have wiped my neck in a bit. Um, but yeah, other than that, mate, I've been enjoying the feedback from last week's episode. Ah, oh, mate, we had some really good results mm-hmm. from that. Really good feedback. Thank
1: you very much, Funder. Even <laughs> I enjoyed it when I listened oh, to brilliant. it. brilliant! I had to listen back. Normally, it's I just think, <laughs> well, I was almost as transfixed as I was at the time. Yeah, I know yeah. it's great, wasn't it?
0: Yeah. But I have really enjoyed hearing everyone else enjoying it as well. Yeah, getting something more than just Sharknado yeah. out of it. Yeah. So, thank um, you very much, Funder. Yeah. I just want to say thank you. Awesome. Um, and I found a new podcast, yeah, which is why I'm getting onto what I said about episode one. Better three, than two. this, I hope. yeah, easy, good, good, easy. It's called the uh, um, Evolution of Horror, right? All about horror films. Okay, really, really well produced and clear. Uh, really enjoying it. And do you know where you think I'm listening to that? And then you listen to another one. I'm working my way through the episodes. There is shitloads of them, right? Right. And then it got me thinking. I reckon I'm going to end up listening to every episode of it, right? And then I thought. We've turned out so far 131, it's 132. I wonder how many people out there who listen to us have actually gone back and listened to everyone.
1: one. Oh, I mean, we know a few. Yeah,
0: I'd like to know who's in the 100% club. <laughs> right, okay. That's a challenge for people. Who is I mean, in... I'm not. <laughs> no, but who actually is in the 100% club? Oh. If you're in the 100% club, if I get, say, more than five, I might do some badges, hundred percent badges, really, hundred percent club badges. Rimey. I'm in a hundred percent club, something like that, something easy yeah. to spell. Okay, um, <laughs> and I'll do them and I'll send them out. Okay. But let's find out who is in
1: that. You need at least five people, and best uh, no. of luck, and yeah. five. Well,
0: if we, well, you know, if we get a few that want them, I'll do it, but okay. just genuine ones only, don't try and get a free badge, I'll know <laughs> well, you Is are. there a quiz? <laughs> yeah, well, on episode 37, I remarked about something, which was, yeah, uh, but yeah,
1: let's we'll see what happens. Okay. How's your week been there, mate? Uh, on. It's been a mixture, mate. Ups it's and a downs. Been a <laughs> yeah. uh, Covid test today, Yeah. So I'm a bit snotty. Right. Um yeah, it's been a it's been a couple of cases and that work. Yeah. So I had to go and have another test. Plus, I mean I love sticking like a really thin swab right at the back of my throat and right up my nose holes oh for five my, seconds. Yeah. No, but I'm all negative. Oh negative, good. that's good. That's
0: you good. get the result, like thirty minutes, mate. I have one yet, mate. Not Maybe not, you'd love it. I
1: don't think I could do it. Well, I didn't like the first time. I think we discussed uh, when I had it done. I was gagging really badly yeah. in the car, almost being sick when me and Jill were in there. Funny, we had a good laugh yeah. about it, yeah. obviously. <laughs> yeah. but it was obviously when I was walking up to the booth, you have to do it yourself and these like quick ones, quick yeah. tests. And I had this like dread that I had to stand in front of this woman swabbing. And I thought if I'm just yakking again and retching, but I was all right, mate. I held it in, my eyes were watering. Got held in the uh, the sort of uh, retching. and oh. uh, yeah it was it was I've got the result back and i negative. I can't brush negative, my teeth so. with that gagging. <laughs> okay, you know, no, she laughs and makes every morning. Like, I get up a bit
0: earlier than everyone else, so I'm creeping around the house trying to get ready, and she says all I can hear is
1: <laughs> from the bathroom. I'm gagging, trying to brush my teeth. <laughs> oh yeah, is that what we're doing? Yeah. Then yeah, so. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, so that weren't too bad. Yeah. I had a really good day the other day. Yeah? Android 11 day, it was. Right. A yeah, new, new like, update to my operating what system. What do they
0: call that? Like Google bum or something? They, they no, no, no.
1: They, no, they've stopped doing it. Ah. used to be Marshmallow and that, didn't yeah. it? And stuff. No, they've stopped doing it. Just, just woke up and was like, Android 11 day. Amazing. Loads of glitches, or fun. is it all? Right? No, it's perfect. I'm in mean, that. It's just perfect. i had a iPhone. perfect day. Thank I'm you. I'm on iPhone, so I'll catch up in four years. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll let you know what the iPhone's <laughs> going to be doing. <laughs> but yeah, so, uh, so yeah, yeah, I suppose ups and downs. But, yeah. uh, but I'm a bit snotty because I've been poking that fucking. Swap thing up there yeah. and it's irritated like right behind my eyes that's how I, you have to go up. <laughs> oh, there he go so familiar, no it's all right mate i mean obviously i'm not seeing you anyway so uh no, so but i'm negative safe. we're both negative yeah. so all good cool all right great okay i'm pleased right so have yeah. you got any thanks then yes this week, mate i've
0: got a decent list i've got thanks to beautiful right stuff reviews little nick wtm what the trailer podcast hq nerd revert Bores a Crowd, Ryan, Ronnie Castle, The Movie Journey, Tim, Miles, Billy Dees, Ian McIntyre, The Dyson's Effect and
1: Sophie. Excellent. Well done. Uh, thank you very much, uh, everyone. There, um, I've got some special thanks for everyone who's gone the extra mile on Twitter with mentions, tags, follows. So we've got Jill Cassie, VHS Strikes Back, The Lovely Lovely Miriam, Jamie Russell, Cinema Recall, Sean Panda Nicholson, Glyn, Emma at the Movies, Mr Positivity, Wolfie T, Jamie Owen. LJ Human Ben from Film Busters Thunder Levin obviously again yeah. aka Jeanette and Oko Duro Parley thank you, a, thank you all yes yeah. thank you indeed I've got a promo this week mate if it's about films mate bust it out hello I'm Paul I'm Adam and I'm Ben and welcome to Film Busters
0: three friends who love each other but hate each other's tastes in
1: movies you just hate Tom Cruise don't it. you it was annoying me <laughs> I think when I was watching it I was in a mood to be irritated because I get irritated when I see Tom Cruise straight away <laughs> How do you even get into a fucking acting career when you're that shit? The
0: lines are awful, but you can't even deliver a shit line.
1: Yeah, listen, listen right now. Let me just say that... I wasn't bored at any point during the film. Oh, well, can I, I not, can it, I not it. say something? I don't <laughs> no, I'm going first. I'm done with it. Fucking white male hero saving everyone all the time. It's particularly starting to piss me off. I don't think they should make any more Toy Story films. After this one, because
0: because it's the perfect ending to a Toy Story franchise. It's ten out of ten.
1: Fuck off! Oh. I don't think I can continue podcasting with you boys. I'm shocked. Tim.
0: <laughs> Find Film Busters on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all other major
1: podcast platforms. Well done, mate! Did I do mean, I've had one last time. Last no, time, no, no, I think oh, I can't remember what you did. it's, oh, it's similar. S- yeah, it but not as been. good. Okay. okay so cool. there you go. There you go. That's the uh, promo for Film Busters. Mm-hmm. Jamie Russell was on there this week. A behemoth, I heard. Uh, yeah. Well, I think he said it went around for over three hours. I think yeah. the edit's down to about two. So, uh, yeah. but um, yeah, he's their patron, uh, and he gets to go on there. So, if you want to obviously go on Filmbusters, just become a patron. Yeah. What you know, film was it this year. week then? It was Burn After Reading. Mm, interesting. Isn't it? No, I don't no, think I have. Have you? Do you know of it? I've heard of it, yeah, oh, I've heard on. of it. Okay. Um, I'm not sure I have seen that one. Okay, excellent. But I'll they've also check. done something a bit more in your sort of calibre. It's Velocipasta yeah. and Bug. Oh, did recently, so so that's a that. Velocipasta. That's say, <laughs> Is yeah. It? Um, So, yeah, so listen, I mean, they're great supporters of everything yeah. uh, that great we do. Great group of lads. They brilliant. are, so please listen to Filmbusters. Yeah. Right then, mate. <sighs> Yay! Yay!
0: Welcome to the Mark some Film Lines in some similar voices and Steve has to guess the film from the lines read to get points game.
1: Hashtag, what's that film? There we go. I right, get a little rush of adrenaline every time I hear it. <laughs> I'm sure you do. I'm sure you... I mean, there are a lot of people still playing. It is. A lot of people still playing. A few angry people me. this week. <laughs> um, so what was it and who got it right? So it was Cool Runnings. Huh? Right. So
0: Luke... Got four. Okay. And one this week. All right. Glyn Miles, Sean, got three. LJ. Of the accent again. LJ, zero. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> um, Has he seen it?
1: I don't know. Okay. D- but, um, or was it the accent? Th-
0: apparently the accent put a lot of people yeah. off. I didn't.
1: Even the Jamaican one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think it would go that bad, if I'm honest. Sorry. <laughs> I just
1: thought it would be too easy. All right. But there we go. No, that's all right. What are you going to do this week, then? <sighs> well... No, just find out, shall we? Okay. Five points then, mate.
0: What's that film? A naked American man stole my balloons.
1: Oh fucking hell, Mark. Oh, I don't know. No? Oh no, I I do, but I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Four points then, mate. Yeah. What's that film?
0: Have you dragged tark into a corpse? It's boring. (laughs) Oh dear. No. No? No. Really? Okay, three points then, mate little singing one for you. Santa Lucia. Santa Lucia.
1: <sighs> Fucking hell. I don't know if I know it. No? No. Oh, right. I know. I know. I'm having a bit of a blank. I think it's that swab. I oh, think right. it's right, still right up near my brain. Two points, mate. This is given for you. Right. right. I'll put my Kermit voice. I'm ready. <laughs> Mr. Kessler. <laughs> um...
0: Why am I having a blank? Oh, mate. Huh? This is you. This has got you written all over it, this one.
1: Why am I having a blank? I don't know. That's really weird. Yeah? I, I mean, I'm, I should know it, all obviously. All right. One I, point then, in. mate. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Fingers crossed, eh?
1: <laughs> Stay on at road. Keep clear at Moors. Okay. <laughs> um. So it's...
0: Yay! Hey.
1: Um, why'd you put a Kermit voice on? Because...
0: The bloke who did the um, doctor mm. goes, Mr. Kessler. Right. He's uh, not Jim Henson. Who's the other guy? Right.
1: Who's,
0: who, he done the um, cameo in it.
1: Oh, did he? Uh, Frank Oz Oh, right. So it's okay. Frank Holz who okay. does it. So. I mean, it's all right us talking about it now because obviously people would have obviously had to have guessed by the first yeah. or the last clue. So, yeah. okay mate. Right. Well, there you go. I mean, yeah. one for me. Yeah, I don't I'm... get fuck all anyway. Yeah. So that shelf's looking shit. Yes. I mean, I'm just still Sorry, Have you put more toot on it?
0: Yeah, there's a little little bit of tuck left on there. Some lighter <laughs> fluid. You can win some lighter fluid, mate.
1: I'll tell you the one thing I ain't having. Yeah, the uh, Chip and Dale stuff. You know? No. Well, you got your own, ain't you? You yeah. You got your you got your dial bits. <laughs> your right. Bits. Okay. Do you want to move on? Yes. Well, Let's right. know anyway. Yeah. What you got? Yeah. And how many? And if you got it right? Yeah. And if you were perplexed like me? Yeah. Not a good week for you though, no, mate. No, not at all. Yeah. Um. Okay then, mate. You want to move on? Yes, mate. This is Mark's Mail Sack. Okay, cool. I know I've been snotty, mate. Yeah. Um, so your saggy sack, yeah. what you got in it, anything? I've got a few coming, mate. What? I've picked one because it's, uh, you know, topical.
0: Okay. I suppose. <laughs> right.
1: um, do you want to let people know how they can send us said questions?
0: Yes, they can send us questions via email on podcast at hotmail.com or they can get us via Twitter or Instagram, which is at movie underscore drone. And I can only assume you're keeping track of
1: the Instagram. Um, Instagram, yeah. Um, yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> no, we had some new followers on that one. Though. Oh, cool. Yeah, cool. Day. C- cool story, bro. <laughs> I mean, I'm keeping track of what Jill's putting on the pictures of Ralph. Okay, I mean, they pop up. Well, at least you've been on it. That's good. Well done. Um, Okay then, mate. So uh, do you want to see move on? Yes, mate. This is the next section. This is the section that we love to call Question question time. Time.
0: Question Time. Question Time. Time for the question. Question Time. Question Time. Question Time. Time for the
1: question. Question Time. There we go. Right, then. Who... Was picked out the sack this week. New one, mate. Neil, Neil in Chroma. Okay, Um, with the crabs. With the crabs, yeah. Neil, not Neil, yeah, yeah. Neil's crabs.
0: Neil's with Chroma with the crabs. He says hi, Mark and Steve. I made it first that time. Steve and Mark. Mark and Steve really enjoyed the interview on last week's episode. Thanks, Neil. Um, I found it full of interesting snippets and learnt a lot. And my question off the back of it is: What five people in movies would you like to interview for the podcast, and why? Did get in contact back with Neil. Like, cheers for the question, Neil. Do you mean characters or people? Obviously, he means people. Because that was in the question. He didn't write characters. Okay. I'm an idiot.
1: Right. Okay. Yeah, we are. I mean, Neil, I've got to be honest, mate. I mean, I loved uh, the interview with Thunder. It don't mean I want to keep doing any more, mate, at two (laughs) o'clock in the morning. All right? I I, I mean, I've seen you touting around again today. Just be careful. Yeah. Just be careful, because well, you you're be doing this on your own.
0: I was aiming a bit high. A
1: <laughs> little bit. Yeah, you were. Yeah. Okay then, mate. Yeah. So, uh, what you got?
0: So, number five, my only actor, and it's Denzel Washington. All right. Right? So, A, to piss Elmo off, because right. we was talking about, we had Thunder on. He was like, you get some more interviews? And I was like, yeah, get Denzel. And he was like, I'd actually come around and stab you and wear your face. As a mask, so I could talk to him. I think he's got a bit of a man crush going. On. Right, okay. But I'd like to discuss from him. The That's ju- a funny
1: old man crush. That he wants to like stab someone he loves in the a, face. He a loves, a loves, a of- loves a bit of Denzel. He does. Okay.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. Well, <laughs> I'd like to discuss his journey and how the filming process worked from an actor's point of view, um, like how he learns his lines, all that sort of schnazzle. Because he's gone and he's done a bit of producing, a bit of directing, and. He's also starred in films he's
1: directed. So my main question would be, how would you direct yourself? Right. What's well, That's my main question. Uh,
0: Shnazzle? A <laughs> little bit of this, a little bit of that.
1: <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah. Right, okay. You know? well, my number five, yeah. is it? Ray Harryhausen. Okay. Oh, and he's dead. Right. So I couldn't You'd really do it now. One, yeah, yeah, but I mean, uh, at the time, obviously, right. I've gone back. Um, I'd love to uh, chat to him about his DynaVision stop motion. I love Sinbad and that. Okay. that watched. Great, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Terrific.
0: Mm. Yeah, that'd be great. Shame it can't happen. Anyway, number four, John Carpenter. Okay. be really interested to find out how, I, mean, I know he does a plethora of things, but how he would score movies and how it all works and how, I mean, I've watched a few uh, clips this week of films where they've had the scores removed and they put the audio in what? without the score. What? And uh, with the score, it, it's brilliant, but how the
1: fuck do you do that? Is that like that video that they've got of um, Mick Jagger and David Bowie singing <laughs> Dancing in the Street? Yeah. Similar, but with the real audio. That's fucking yeah. brilliant, that is. Yeah. Um, I've got one that's pretty similar, John Williams. Okay. I'd like to, uh, to talk to him about the Star Wars, Indiana Jones, Jurassic Park, yeah. um, Close Encounter score, but certainly the Star Wars one. Yeah. Um, what was his inspirations and that for that one? Fucking iconic. Yeah,
0: fair play. My number three, I've just got someone like, so someone like Rick Baker or Rob Bottin, to discuss physical effects versus CGI and what CGI films they would love to have had a go in with physical effects. Okay. Right. Is it ruining film? Is it enhancing film? Is it something they can get on board with? That sort of
1: shanazzle. <laughs> please don't use that word anymore um mine is roger deakins okay uh i'd love to know a bit about cinematography yeah not about you yeah and i'd also like to talk to him about um certainly about blade runner 2049 because yeah. i love to look at that one but 1917 mm. try and give me a bit of a higher opinion of it I and mean, yeah. i know it was um i don't, it wouldn't really go for the film as such um, but I'd like to talk to someone about the uh, about that the way that was made. Really, yeah. didn't really like your film, but I know it. <laughs> well, it wasn't his film, right, was okay. it? I mean, he done yeah. cinematography, which yeah. I think was the thing that everybody loved it for. Yeah, absolutely. To fuck off. Right.
0: My number two, Ariaster.
1: Okay. I tried touting him today. Not to <laughs> Um uh,
0: Mainly to thank him for Midsummer and sort of fanboy a bit, but I want to talk screenplays and how he progresses them and how his new works are affected by his old works because he's doing a new one which is apparently going to be a four hour nightmare comedy All right. Um, I don't mind a long film does he Um, but it just like can he just do what he likes now has he got a bit more support because when he first came out Peter must have been like mate (laughs) (laughs) would
1: you tell him about the uh, the bits in Hereditary we didn't like would you actually have the bollocks to turn around and go look we didn't like the bit where she floated we laughed at that and yeah, uh, I we think didn't so. like that kid crying. We thought that was hilarious. Well, I mean, I could get on it a bit later. I could do
0: it now. I've been reading the screenplay of Midsummer this week. Right. I've only got like four pages left. The screenplay's fantastic. Right. So it do not necessarily mean that's been transferred into film. I'd like to understand it a little bit better through reading the screenplay. Perhaps I'll read that one. It might explain it a
1: bit better. Okay. There we go. Mm. Right. Is it Margo? Yes. Quentin Tarantino. Okay gotta be a big gun in there mate yeah. I've, i mean i'd like to sit down and have a chat with him um i don't know if he's a bell whiff is he i don't know maybe i've, I've seen him on a few interviews where he's acted like a
0: bell whiff right. purely because someone said something that's irked him and he's been like he's not one who goes oh that's fine oh, don't worry about it he's I,
1: like what the fuck oh that's us fuck then yeah 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 he, oh, he, he, it's alive mate okay
0: and my number one, I reckon we might share it. I don't know because we've been trying to
1: tell this fella phrases and he keeps ignoring us. It's going to be no, I'm not. Oh, all right, right no. not, oh, go on. Jim Cummings, right?
0: Um, <laughs> I, I want to talk, I'd love to talk about totally independent films, um, and how he the levels on which he decides to invest in them financially and i suppose time wise and emotionally and all bits like that and how he finds the confidence to crowdfund something because he's done one like few now with the crowdfunding how do you sort of ultimately ask your fans and people to trust their money with you and like invest in his decision just hmm. be quite an interesting
1: chat i thought okay there we go hmm. my number one yeah sir nicholas cage Sir Nicholas Cage <laughs> I mean come on Do you know right. what I mean That would be A manic interview Would you do it I know you yeah. don't like him Would you do it You say I d- sir don't like him
0: I, d- I just I think some of his films Are great I think he's Unfortunately got a Disproportionately Amount of shit films Right But the man's a legend In your he's opinion just, he's just Yeah
1: it would be amazing yeah, It yeah. would be Yeah uh, it would That would be I'll Fucking be amazing huh? yeah. I'll tap him okay, up Okay yeah like go on then. then Yeah do it You can't, can't be doing A lot of them in it he's swear words or something he? Oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> there you go, then. Yeah. All right. All right. Quite interesting. Yeah. I quite enjoyed that one. Did you? Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. I mean, just be careful. Yeah. I'm just saying. Right. Be careful. If I can get any on that list, mate, you're up for it. Though. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, if you can get Ray Harryhausen, <laughs> then fucking I am in. Uh, that's the definite one. Right, so I'm All right. The others, I'm not so sure. Amazon tomorrow. Getting myself a Ouija board. <laughs> um, <laughs> at least, sent is in. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's uh, Scarlett Johansson's Black Widow costume talca. <laughs> yeah, that's what, he, that's what he said. So there you go, then, mate. Right, <laughs> yes. do you want to reiterate how people can uh, send us questions?
0: Yes, they can get us on Twitter or Instagram, which is at movie underscore drone or via email on movie drone podcast at com.
1: Okay, then, mate. So after that, then uh, we watched the
0: film. We did. We watched a film that's currently 8.6 out of 10 on IMDb as an eighteen, two hours, 7 minutes long and billed as a crime drama mystery with a synopsis of two detectives, a rookie and a veteran hunt a serial killer who uses the seven deadly sins as his motive. A $33 million budget grossing
1: $327 million. This is directed by David Fincher, starring Brad Pitt, Morgan Freeman, Gwyneth Paltrow, John C. McGinley and Kevin Spacey. This was 1995's Seven. Clip. Absolutely. Detective William Somerset is looking for a way out.
0: You're retiring. Six more days and you're all the way gone. So how long have you lived here?
1: Too long. Detective David Mills is looking for a way in.
0: We'll be spending every waking hour together from now until the time I leave. I'll show you who your friends and enemies are. Look, I will come by five years. Not
1: here. Now, ladies
0: and we have a homicide.
1: They're caught in a game.
0: No fingerprints,
1: and no witnesses of any kind. Nope. About the only thing we know about that guy right now is he's totally insane. Where the price of sin is death. There we go. So uh, the place that I'll get my um, list of people starring in it hasn't got Kevin Spacey in it. No. Apparently Um, they didn't even release it beforehand. Yeah. No one knew. I know. Good, eh? Yeah. Right, okay then. So we did watch this. Uh, What was the reasoning behind us having this one? We put a little tweet out. We did. I did.
0: um, Basically saying, please give us some movies. Cinema shit because they're all closed. And then loads of people sent in movies. And Mr. Jamie Russell was like, lads, please do seven. I was like, Jamie, of course cool we will make. So no, Anything first of all, we here. went.
1: We only want to do one, so because uh, yeah. we're funny like that.
0: <laughs> <so>. <laughs> um, yeah, no, then yeah, it's this year where we are. Okay, yeah. right. So <laughs> mate, <yeah? laughs> <Don't happen now.
1: laughs> um, So what did you think, mate, of yeah. nineteen ninety yeah. fives? Yeah, nineteen ninety fives seven well do you want to know what jamie thought of it oh yeah cool
0: yes i don't know you're gonna do this i don't know if you want me to read a sentence and we discuss it or should i just read it out okay go on what so he's got such a massively influential modern classic agree agree it grips me from the very beginning and has in my opinion the greatest ever opening credit sequence all the cast are on top form even paltrow who i normally can't stand as she is convincing as a vulnerable and desperately lonely wife. Her scenes with the wise and fatherly Somerset are tender and form the heart and soul of the film. This, of course, is needed and gives even greater heft to the devastating final act of the film. The script by Andrew Kevin Walker is diabolically brilliant. Great word, that, diabolically brilliant. (laughs) There is creeping dread throughout the narrative, and for once the criminal antagonist is always one or even two steps ahead of both characters and the audience. It's important you don't actually see any of the killings on screen apart from the final one. Instead you are shown the gruesome outcomes and the rest is left to your traumatised imagination. A lesser director would have shown these details but Fincher is in complete control of his craft at such a young age. It's still my favourite of his films. and The best scene he says is driving John Doe to the final location. Unbelievably tense brilliantly directed, shot and performed.
1: Okay. It was easy for you to say. Oh, Tongue twisted. Edit fest there. Hey, thanks are, very I much. Should have, uh, Thank I you. should have paragraphed <laughs> that one, shouldn't I? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, yeah. I mean, mention the title sequence yeah. and the credits. Um, Kyle Cooper had uh, yeah. done them and he was hired but he sometimes wasn't hired by directors. Um, Zach Schneider, Said he made the credits sometimes better than the movies themselves. Okay, that's what he said. Yeah, well, so they are good. I think I think they've influenced a lot. I've seen
0: that style in many of these films since. Mm. Not certainly not beforehand, but I think it has influenced a lot of them. Okay. Um I can't remember the one I watched Zodiac. I think was right, quite yeah, similar, yeah. wasn't
1: it? Um There's a few different ones where you think actually you've nicked that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, it's really good.
1: Okay, then, mate. So, what did you think of 1995's Seven? I agree. It comes un- I think it comes under that older, uh, modern, classic genre. I think it
0: really is. No matter times I watch it, I always get something new from it, and I
1: always enjoy it. And I've probably seen this an inordinate amount of times. For me, it's sort of, um, and I don't think anything can be the same as the first watch of this, right? Just okay. because of a couple of scenes, especially yep. the ending. Yeah, um, it's one of those where I suppose like Sixth Sense. I don't mind watching Sixth Sense again, okay. but I'm never going to get the same thing from it. All right, I'm never going to get the same thing from this as I had from the first one. I wouldn't say it drastically goes down. Um, however, a first watch, I think, of this is, is something special. Yeah. And then underneath that, it probably just becomes a film that is good to watch. Um, mm. They're never going to reach those heights again. Um, I actually thought this time, uh, I, I've never thought it before. I wonder what city it was actually in. I'll tell you what it reminded me of this time. It reminded me of Gotham. Okay. Yeah. And I actually thought to myself, was it? And then I looked, and there is actually something online where it says um, someone said it sort of could have been set in Gotham, but it was actually filmed in LA. Yeah. So I think that most of the budget must have gone on making it rain. Yeah. For a start, done it rain. Uh, I, <laughs> done it but, rain. But reading up on it, it said that they uh, they had it rain all the time just in case they had any weather issues yeah. that sort of stopped filming. If it was raining all the time, it, they could carry on filming and it fitted uh, the actual yeah. pattern of what was going on. But yeah, it was, it was actually done in LA, but it reminded me of Gotham. It could have, I thought it could have been a Gotham. It was that grim and grimy right from the start. Yeah,
0: I mean, I did read somewhere that he purposely took different um, parts of famous towns or famous cities so that it become a cacophony
1: of different cities yeah. rather than trying to aim to be ones. It's Cause never, never named because he hates uh, New York. I think. Oh, really? He's got a hatred of New York. That's why he didn't want to film there. I think. But right. I think obviously the actual, the actual setting is more. It's more like a New York film, isn't it? Yeah. That sort of. Yeah, that's the, where the I, film I would ends. have assumed. Yeah. No. But uh, but yeah, that was interesting. I mean, the casting I think was perfect. Casting. Brilliant. I yeah. agree with Jamie about that. I mean, you talked about Denzel earlier, mm. who turned down the Brad Pitt role. He did. Yeah, he did. I've got um And regretted it. Yeah, and apparently so did Sylvester Stallone, <laughs> if you want to work that one out. <laughs> well, I mean, I'd like to see that. I mean, I, could, I don't think it would have added a lot to it. But yeah, the whole thing about Kevin Spacey not being in any, any of the press or anything, yeah. it was uh, completely kept, wasn't it?
0: Do you think it feels weird talking about him now? Do you think, like, everyone's going, ah, don't talk about him, don't talk... I know he's you know it's not great is it but you can't take away the art and the performance well we're not i
1: mean we don't, don't judge people's private stuff anyway no, no. do we we no, just no. look at or we, oh, no, we should talk be, about films yeah mate, we're so. not
0: promoting him and saying oh go and watch it he's a great bloke he's just it's fantastic 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 performance, I think. He is fucking
1: unnerving to watch. Yes, really. I, mean, I like uh, a bit of a Who Done It, anyway, don't I? Yeah, yeah. Um, and it, like I say, it is good. As I said before, the problem with any Who Done It is that once you've seen it, you know Who Done It. Do you remember your first time watching it, and actually at that moment going, shit? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I do. Um, I, I remember. I mean, I don't listen. I don't remember where I was. Earlier today, but um, I I, I do remember, swab up, you know, yeah. I do remember uh, watching it and absolutely thinking that the ending was superb, and then there's another couple of scenes as well. And and like I say, I do like a a good whodunit, it's not right in your face, is it? Like a normal serial killer thing, they do actually have to sort of hunt for the clues, and I like that little bit of it, a bit like Sherlock Holmes, yeah, you know what I mean, but uh, better.
0: Do you you think it was good? I mean, the bit I like it personally is you've got freeman who i think was great i thought brad pitt was great but you've almost got two opposite like you've got uh freeman who is really patient and he's just sort of he goes to the library and he goes for all the books and he photocopies everything and he's really tactical whereas pitt's like let's fucking get in there he's got no patience he pays someone to go and gets the books he reminds me a little bit like a little puppy dog. He's sort of following Freeman around. Well, I've got... got petulant kid. Yeah, but he's just I... got that. He he just wants validation. He's he's five years in and thinks he's a fucking expert. Mm.
1: I mean, I I do. I've got to be honest. I do find him annoying yeah. a bit sometimes. Really? In this, okay. yeah, uh, just because uh, I mean, like when he's sort of storming in, I like the character as such. It's not the sort of person I'd probably want to work with. I think we've all not, got I mean. one of those at work who like everyone else is going
0: like, just stop think about it we'll do it and they're like yeah just get in there and get it done get in there and get it done oh I fucked it up like, yeah I know because I kept saying to you chill out a bit let's get it right yeah I know but I've got a bit of experience on how to do it and you fucked it and you know mate and I think it's one of those
1: I think Freeman could have done this on his own and Brad Pitt would have just end up dead <laughs> yeah I mean it's a fairly run of the mill thriller really I mean the clues don't take that far long to find but they are sort of like hidden in an interesting way yeah. the thing that's the most interesting in it i think obviously the premise but the actual kills as such or the yeah. way that it's happened and yeah and so i say one of them's been there for a year and when you actually get the sort of like the whole picture of what he's done yeah. it's sort of uh i mean it's great in it yeah I've, i think jamie's right where like he says it's left up
0: to your sort of imagination to decide what's happened I mean you've got all things like uh, I suppose a Saw series and something like that where they say I think there is even one in a Saw one where it goes he's got to cut a pound of flesh exactly a pound and put it on scales to get out yeah and I don't know whether it's because we've seen those films now where you can actually imagine it, but I watched it this time thinking, oh, I could just imagine the poor bloke cutting it off his
1: ass." Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing it. I've got to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I say, we are we are sort of like horror fanatics and we wouldn't have mind seeing it, but I yeah. totally understand where he's coming from, where I think it leaves this for a wider audience, yeah. the fact that it doesn't show it. So if someone's like, oh, I don't want to watch that, and some you got the chance to I say, so, well, yeah. actually, you don't see anyone get killed yeah. Yeah. Um, you, you can probably probably make it appeal to people who generally wouldn't watch something like yeah, that Yeah. I suppose it's
0: just not gratuitous is it it's not trying no, to rub not it in all. your
1: face for shock value it's it is shocking
0: but I suppose like you say you only actually or uh, Jamie mentions as well you only actually see one death and it's not the gruesome nasty death you see and it is left in your little head of how like that bloke who's laying the magic tree man hmm. how long was he late? Oh, I mean can you imagine? Yeah, Like, yeah, I know it was a year, but at what point do you start thinking like I'm laying this shit and pissing myself and <laughs> wasting away? This ain't fun I'd lay in bed on a Sunday and I'm I, I think <laughs> <laughs> But I just think, Oh I've got to get out of my legs ache. <laughs> like, the poor bloke has been strapped to a bed. How long did he thrash around I mean, for the worst? When thing did for he me, give in?
1: He didn't have a telly. If you give me a telly, <laughs> I probably could have done six months. You know what I <laughs> mean? <laughs> 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 you're probably not wrong mate, uh, no I'm not, not. I'm yeah. not I'd live for that day so yeah um, I mean obviously the deaths uh, it's difficult to turn around and say you had a favourite Magic Tree Man oh uh, was it Yeah, it was a Magic Tree yeah, Man I, I mean that scene
0: I, I just think that was great even now like just watching it when he comes back and he and he sort of goes into shock yeah I sort of wait for that moment the others I, I yeah I quite enjoy gluttony if I'm honest it's right, okay. quite grim when he goes and looks, puts his head in the bucket and ends up gagging, yeah.
1: Um, I mean, the um, did you know that they didn't tell any of the people on set that the sloth man was going to breathe? Oh, really? They, um, the, so police, the really policeman's reactions, reactions yeah. were actually um, were actually true reactions because they weren't told that he was going to come back to life or sort of breathe really? and do it. Yeah, so it was it was actually natural. I, I can't fear. I, I can't remember the actual. Lucky someone didn't punch him in the
0: face. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember the actual weight or something, but the guy who played him was yeah, Fincher Finch was looking 90, 90, ninety pounds or something, 90... but he weighed in at ninety six, yeah. and he said jokingly, "You got to
1: lose six pounds, and he did. Yeah, I know. Like, Fucking Fuck. hell! Oh, I mean, it's like, like me. I was going to say you'd need a wet <laughs> towel at the moment to it. That <laughs> uh, um, I quite liked the lust one, and yeah. it's not like perverted or anything, but the reason is you got to see someone who was massively traumatized by it, yeah. and I think it added another dimension because most of them they were just obviously finding dead bodies this one you uh, you actually found a person who was alive who was forced by gunpoint to actually do something to someone yeah. and yeah, I think that the character the, or the bloke that played that character yeah. did look so distressed I enjoyed that other element absolutely um, now done favourite kills or favourite
0: murders favourite scenes Jamie mentioned the driving scene
1: uh, yeah I mean I, I did like the sloth scene yeah. I've got to be honest um I, I mean, I don't know. I hadn't really thought about it. I suppose the end as such... I mean, the end sort of, like, got changed as well, didn't it? Mm. They were thinking of having different uh, Somerset um, do the the shooting, etc. Um, I liked the... I know Jamie was talking about the drive at the end. I liked the bloke delivering uh, the box. Yeah. I mean, I was able to run away there. Um, and that part... Um, The sloth scene, I think, stands out when it comes to life.
0: I mean, I've got a really... I said to Jamie, because he messaged through, and I was like, I think you're going to be surprised to hear my favourite scene. Right. And I think it's the one that just gives you a bit of a break. And I love the library scene. I love when he's there just researching and the music's going. I think it does a really clever thing with the whole film and putting dynamics into it, whereas it's all up and then just brings it down and relaxes you and brings you back down... I find it really, really relaxing. I'd love to go to that library right, just to do a bit of research. I, I don't know what i will research. Echo locating in bats or something like that from a detect. Something interesting. <laughs> It'd be great. Just do a few hours, peace and quiet. Right. Was Sittingbourne
1: Library not doing it for you? No. No. <laughs> I did get a book for,
0: about bats from Sittingbourne Library once. Did you? Yeah, interesting story for you. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just imagine it being a real nice relaxing atmosphere and just, that music oh it's just amazing I thought it'd be great okay. um, but I actually weirdly also like the one in the apartment when it's shaking and Morgan Freeman laughs and I think that really breaks the tension well because she sort of invites him around and like because they've been work buddies and they hadn't it was just Somerset and can't remember his name Somerset and the other dude and she's like, this is William, so-and-so, and so-and-so. And then they sit down, and the apartment shakes, and they just sit there laughing. And I think that really broke the tension well. And I think Peltro actually, as Jamie said, added to that with her vulnerability of trying to bring them together and actually come across as a really nice
1: person. Yeah, I don't think she'd done a lot before then um i I mean i didn't actually notice her a massive amount in this i was quite surprised that jamie mentioned her as something that he'd noticed yeah um but but yeah i mean thinking back she she was all right i agree with him 100 percent on actually i'm really not a huge fan
0: of hers but in this one i think she did well i think she held her own against i mean big characters as well to ultimately a minor character in the film apart
1: from a big scene which you never actually see her in
0: no Um, I thought it was great.
1: Um, They were told that they wanted, obviously, a sequel. Would Mm. you have wanted a sequel? No. No?
0: I've literally got written down um, what a perfect ending and a perfect way to wrap it up. Right. I couldn't think of a film that's got a better ending. Okay. The one that just wraps it up and says, this is a standalone film. Yeah. Because I think they could have swapped it around so that he didn't die. Spoiler alert. Right. Um, But he's dead at the end. The end yeah just what, what like would you do sin. with a sequel
1: i don't know it'd probably be like zach efron and fucking <laughs> forrest whitaker eight <laughs> <laughs> but it's, i mean i just um
0: part of me thinks or i thought it on the way home actually because i was thinking about notes etc cetera, etc cetera, and then i was thinking and i wonder if they could do a mini series of this or what whether they could have done like do you know harry potter has like 10 films right. they could have done a film for every deadly sin right which I thought would have been an interesting idea. Maybe. Or a miniseries, so they cover it in every one. But other than that, I think this is a perfect standalone film Yeah, that doesn't need to be revisited.
1: I mean, executives balked at the film's ending, apparently, yeah. and uh, Brad Pitt said that he wouldn't do it if they didn't go with that ending. Yeah. So, um, I mean, he was proven right, I think, wasn't he? Perfect.
0: It's was it perfect. I can think of one film that's got a better ending. Right. And it's... Both spectacular as well at the end. Okay. Um, and I just think it's great. Well,
1: no, I mean, like I say, I, I did. Like, I thought Brad Pitt came into his own um, acting-wise at yeah. the end of that. I think he was fucking brilliant in yeah. that scene. I th- Well, I mean, I think all of them were, but I think Brad Pitt stole that one. Yeah, it was just the madness in him, wasn't it, where you could mm-hmm. just see him getting so frustrated
0: and he kind of knows he don't want to know and he's just trying to hold it together. And even when he's, like, itching his head with a gun and stuff like that, just think I don't quite He's losing his sanity Yeah Um, I, It was great Really 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 good Okay Watching it as well I don't know if you noticed when We've mentioned the rain And in my opinion Not very good rain At points I think it was so fucking wet You could see They was just drenching it With hose pipes I've never seen rain Rain like that um, but it's a really, really dark film. The version I've got is in letterbox as well. Right. So I watched it on the cinema. I don't know if I mentioned <laughs> the cinema. Um, I got it. So I watched it in the letterbox format and it was really dark. So it, it was great on it. But apparently, as well, they wanted the or Fincher's brief was to make a black and white film in colour.
1: Right. Okay. Um, Makes sense. Yeah. And
0: it is really dark. Apart from that last scene, but even I felt the filters on that last scene in the desert. Had taken it down so that it it was a bit monochrome,
1: yeah, but I thought it had done it really really... or whatever it's called. Yeah, Mm. it
0: had that sepia sort of thing. Mm. What do you think of the writing? Do you think it's particularly cleverly written? Like you say, do you think this is all because they say Fincher, Fincher, Fincher? Do you think Fincher made this or do you think the writing carried it as well?
1: Um, I mean, listen, I mean, I'm no expert, I mean, I enjoyed it. Did it have the sort of dialogue that a that i look for in a film i mean i like quentin tarantino's dialogue and yeah. stuff like that I, I i thought it was adequate it's more for me about the performance and the actual yeah. storytelling yeah. rather than sort of the lines in this one that i went mean with um it. andrew walker apparently unknown
0: touted Ooh. this around touted it around was just could not sell this script so it was just ringing people ringing people um just to get a response until someone picked it up imagine being i mean not quite turning down Queen or something like that, but you imagine turning this film down and going,
1: nah, nah, and then seeing it turning up, thinking, fuck, we missed a trick. Yeah, it's like Denzel, he did uh, regret not doing it when he actually saw the first uh, showing of it.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I I can imagine reading it and thinking, ooh, this is a little bit dark, do I want to get mixed up in it? But it holds that darkness without seeming creepy. Does that make sense? (laughs) (laughs) Like you. Yeah. (laughs) All my darkness. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah it makes a bit of sense yeah, yeah.
0: apparently only 55 days to shoot this as well is it yeah
1: okay I've mean, run out of water
0: <laughs> uh. <laughs> apparently fire department ring that guy, like, we can't <laughs> pump anymore <right?" laughs>
1: that's it budget yeah. run out yeah oh, we can't wow.
0: even do that see that bloke walking the other side of the street can't even wait him to look well it's I was raining. looking
1: for it I've got yeah. to be honest I was looking for I Dry think when it, I think when I was in the car and it was like really coming down I was sort of looking behind looked a bit lighter behind you couldn't see it but, well you could you could I couldn't just right. I couldn't the, the window wipers and that weren't going enough there's so much water that I yeah. couldn't quite see whether it was like the Sharknado <laughs> yeah. that was in the background I was looking for it man and yeah. that's what Sharknado does to you, doesn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> brilliant. Continuity error central. Yeah. Um, okay, got anything else, mate? No, I think that's me done, mate. Okay, then, mate. So, uh, what score you got for it? I have
0: actually agreed with Jamie. Jamie sent his score in as well. and We have clashed and agreed.
1: Okay, 92. <laughs> okay, 92. Yeah, that's good. That's good. 92 yeah. out of 100. Yeah. yeah, okay. I mean, I've, I've got 84. Okay. It's, it's, I mean, I enjoy it. And like I said, it probably would have been up in the 90s uh, when I first saw it. However, just knowing what's going to happen. I mean, even the scene with the sloth, um, just knowing that that's going to happen... You sort of hold your breath and you wait. Yeah. It's like it's like hereditary now. If I yeah. was watching, yeah, I was just waiting it. for her to get her head knocked off. You know what I mean? But that that sort of first initial time we saw oh, we'll it, I will always remember that. Fucking amazing, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, I will, or That is one thing. Like people go, "Where was you when Elvis died? Oh, where was you when the little girl's head got knocked off by a <laughs> telegraph pole?" Because <laughs> a pair of us just looked at each other and was like. <laughs>
1: Oh. Well, yeah, so I imagine I looked at, I probably looked at whoever I watched this film with. Yeah. I think I remember where I watched it first. Okay. I've got to be honest, in yeah. 1995, I think it was at my mate Darren Bradshaw's house. Right. Um, same sort of place that I watched Pulp Fiction and that for the yeah. first time. We watched all these movies there. And um, I'm pretty sure we would have had the same sort of, uh, yeah. the same sort of thing at the end. But uh, there I'd, you go.
0: Yeah, I'd love to go back to that first watch.
1: Well, you, you wouldn't be invited around Darren's house. Not yours. Oh, right. Okay. My first watch. <laughs> trying to muscle in the way in there, it's right. going mate I don't think we'll ever be watching a films together ever <laughs> um okay mate you watched anything else I've watched I'm, few... I'm not going to say that's a bad thing you no, see you no, that no not
0: upset about it are you <laughs> prick anyway see I watched got cinema I don't know I mentioned it <laughs> um, so I've watched a few films on that the weekend American Sniper all right got 90 on that that was really fucking great have you seen it before yeah yeah you yeah you, do, did, you it did it home homework. homework yeah yeah you watched
1: it again watched
0: 90 90 mate fuck a fucking duck. great cinema enhances yeah. it Blair Witch. Okay. Right. I'd got a bit bored of Blair Witch. Right. And. Don't I, say
1: the words to him in the cinema. Do so not say I, it. i put
0: it through the cinema. But basically, I could hear this all the way through it. <laughs> Mrs. coming for a cuddle, fell asleep. Right. So, put it on. So, I sat there at like. One o'clock in the morning, something like that, pitch black, just watching it on my own. It bought it alive, mate. You did it? I actually enjoyed it. I've gone up to like 75 on okay. it, and I had totally lost the love for it in a way. And right. I was just thinking, oh, yeah, yeah. But no, it was great. And big news, big news. I've got a new favourite film. Oh, yeah? I've got a new favourite film. film in the whole world. I fucking love this film. Right. I cannot tell you how much I love this film. Right. And you bought me it, you bought me the director's cut. Yeah. And I sat and watched. So I did at like eleven o'clock at night. It was a good idea to put a three hour director's cut on. And I sat there mesmerized and it was fucking amazing. And I've watched I've read the screenplay. I've been watching the uh, deleted scenes and everything. Midsummer. Yeah. Fuck it. I'm I'm up to ninety seven, mate. <laughs> I don't care. It is fucking
1: amazing. Okay. I love it. Right. I absolutely love it. That's good. Yeah that's good I buzzing i mean i it. haven't seen the director's cut haven't lend it to me or nothing, I can lend so. it to you mate well it's, i mean next time i get to see you maybe you can bring it
0: yeah all right
1: it is oh
0: brilliant okay i've been watching all like youtube clips what's the difference between the feelings of uh, director's cut on the theatrical thing right. They're breaking it all down
1: right. oh okay there you my go my bn my bn <laughs> okay. what I about say, you then mate i saw back to the future Right. I'm not, I mean, I'm not the biggest fan, you know that, 72, I'm, I'm, I'm not, it's, it's all right. Probably I'd stick it, if I'm it? honest, yeah. Uh, I watched a film called Ava. Okay. Um, I can't, Jennifer, Ch- is it Jessica Chastain, is that right. her name? I can't okay. remember. 57 on that, it's mm. one of these, yeah, I mean, she's sort of like a hit woman, but it gets too much into, I just want an action hit woman, yeah. One. Um, and it just gets a bit too much into her sort of personal life, so okay. it gets a bit boring, that one, and I watched a documentary, mm. That I thought was amazing and it's called You Cannot Kill David Arquette. Okay. I don't know if you've ever seen it. No. Did you did you know that you know you know wrestling from the old days? Did you know that David Arquette was the NWA wrestling world champion as like a gimmick quite a while yes,
0: ago? I did, did I, yes, Yes, yeah. I remember.
1: Okay, well he got back into wrestling because okay. he's he's like a pariah in yeah. wrestling. Everyone hated him because yeah. he like they they thought it defaced the value of yes. the belt. He really wanted to be a wrestler. And he got back into wrestling. And in 2019, yeah. he was rated in the top 500 wrestlers in the world. Really? And I did not know it. You've, if you remember that, you've yeah. got to watch this. Okay. And then he killed himself, punctured himself in the neck in a match, yeah. finished the match, and then uh, Luke Perry drove him to hospital and he had a puncture wound in his neck and then he bled out. Fucking, honestly, uh, I, as a documentary, I thought it was brilliant. What was this on? Uh, it's on Sky documentaries okay. it's on. Um, I'm writing that down mate and I'm, yeah I'm yeah yeah it. watch it I've got 80 on it okay. I fucking loved it I yeah. thought it was brilliant and he properly gets into wrestling and I won't tell you whether he wins over people and all that but yeah, um, yeah it's fucking awesome. it's really good yeah. really good if you like your wrestling and uh, you I'm like on David it. Arquette watch it Yeah. yeah. alright then mate yeah okay right do you want to move on let's do it mate this is the next section this is a section that we love to call homework, homework. Okay, so this is the section where we give each other films that we love and the other one hasn't seen and the hope of uncovering hidden gems. What did you give me, mate? (laughs) Check (laughs)
0: it. Right, I gave you a film that's currently 7.3 out of 10 on IMDb. It's a 15, one hour, 58 minutes long build as a crime drama mystery. The synopsis of a lawyer defending a wealthy man begins to believe his client is guilty of more than just one crime, starring Matthew McConaughey, Marissa Tomei. Ryan Philippe with a $40 million budget gross in 87. This was The Lincoln Lawyer. It was, mate. I mean,
1: it took me a while to understand the title. Okay. I've got to be honest. Yeah. I'm a bit thick. No. really <laughs> um Matthew Mahoney great yeah. again is that how, did I say that right this time no but M- you McCona- never will McConaughey McCona- 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 McConaughey yeah, never will no um I mean I didn't quite understand why he was working out the car because he right. was quite a good lawyer yeah wasn't he why yeah. was he working why did he not have an office and that I suppose convenience more now he was did exactly have an office didn't he yeah but, but I would like it just he's busy man always on the roll. yeah I suppose maybe um the courtroom element was good yeah um Get onto that a bit later, but I like the choice of Ryan Philippe yeah. as the uh, devious. It's quite hated. good, actually, not Well, I mean, he's unlikable yeah. for me in real life, yeah. anyway. So yeah. he fitted the part. What's he doing now? Do you know? Not a lot on the fault. Maybe not. No. Okay. um And I thought it maybe could have gone on a bit longer before he sort of showed his true colours. Okay. I like the fact that we had most of the film where we knew. Who the protagonist was, yeah. it sort of added that element. But I think that maybe it could have gone a little bit longer okay. um, before he um, before he sort of showed his true colors. And I like the chemistry between Mickey and Maggie. So Marissa Tomei yeah. is, is is is. I mean, I'm going to say pretty much my favorite. Yeah, yeah, your I, favorite. I, oh, I love Marissa. Yeah, um, I love everything she does, and I think she's lovely. So that was quite good. And I thought their subplot worked um, as. Uh, we have estranged couples don't we on a lot yeah. of films and I moan about it quite a lot but I thought this one worked because obviously they were both lawyers yeah they had quite a good relationship as well really didn't they yeah I mean yeah it was a couple of times it, they sort of did go a bit over the top with their totally friendly and they were sleeping with each other and then obviously she would turn again so you yeah. sort of got that friction so I thought that that was done quite well William H. Macy is one of my favourite actors yeah. so that was good that we had him yeah. in there I was a bit gutted uh, when that happened to him but I do like him. Yeah. I think that you look like you're modelling yourself on his haircut <laughs> in there. Yeah, pretty Is that much. what you're going for? Yeah, that's my mate. I, mean, it, you I don't think again. you're ever going to do like, the moustache and beard <laughs> like he does. But he is one of my favourites. I know um, he is,
0: mate. That's why I like, I like giving you these films and not telling you where I like, did it with Murray, yeah, and now I've done it with William H. Mason. Yeah.
1: I love it, it's great yeah. fun. Um, a twist and turns of the plot kept me guessing, which is good, yeah. I do like that. And uh, that was just sufficient enough, although it did go a little bit too much, I think, a bit far fetched with the mother on her killing spree. Yeah, I thought that was a little bit far fetched, yeah. probably would have been best suited for the her. I don't know, what was he, like her... Step down, I suppose. Yeah, I I think it would have been better if she was instructing him because she was sort of like putting him down and all that. It would have made a little bit more sense than having her going on a killing spree um, with a vintage weapon. The Hell's Angels bit, yeah. I thought that was good. I liked the fact that he was obviously in with them. Wouldn't it be great to have like a or be on the good side of a Hell's Angel gang? I mean, I wouldn't like to, like to owe confidence. him anything. Yeah, yeah, it was good, wasn't it? And yeah. obviously he got that. So I, I quite like that. I always like it in these films where someone who knows like a big gang of people gets them to sort someone out yeah. at some point. I think that's good. I like the way that he said the what was it the hospital, not the morgue. Yeah, I thought that was a good line. Uh, yeah, and I thought the characters were quite uh, quite well written. To be honest, I thought the driver had a good part to play yeah love the soundtrack yeah love the hip-hop bitch yeah. yeah i would i would like to actually get hold of it and um and see what was on there but there was a, a good load of rap music on there rap. as the kids say yeah. yeah um but that was good i always get michael peña and john L- lucy's Lugiza- Louis- yeah. yeah i can't, I can't even tell. say his name honestly i get them mixed up so it didn't right. help that they was in the same film together okay did find that a little bit confusing a couple of times wasn't quite sure who i was watching what character it's supposed to be but I thought overall the casting was great and I actually really liked it mate um I had some good fun with it it was a four o'clock in the morning watch because I was getting behind yeah so I I actually did get up at four I do some really good watching at four o'clock in the morning yeah and I do concentrate so yeah I really enjoyed it good Seventy-seven. Oh, I take that. Yeah, I I'll mean, listen, I know that I do score low, but you, yeah. I've just given seven, like eighty-four. Yeah. It can't be any higher than a no, seventy-seven. No. But for me, that is like a solid, decent film. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I did enjoy beat it. An IMDb mate, I'll always take a beat of IMDb. Okay, there you go. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So I gave you. A 2017 film directed by S. Craig Zoller, starring Vince Vaughn, Jennifer Carpenter, Don Johnson, Udo Kier, Mark Blucas, and Tom Geary. Running time of 132 minutes. haven't got a budget, but box office was $64,000. 7.1 on IMDb, 90% on Rotten Tomatoes, with a synopsis of a former boxer turned drug runner lands in a prison battleground after a deal gets deadly. I gave you... 2017's brawl in cell block 99 yeah you did mate i'm looking forward to this one i was sort of looking forward to it but not entirely my bag
0: really not entirely my bag a bit too um, much of a man's film you say but we'll we'll get through it we'll get through it but you know not a total disaster by any means um i didn't buy vince vaughn as the hard man really I'm sorry uh a little bit
1: girly when he in punches. He's been the car a little bit girly. Like, I was, don't know. Was, I, a little bit fumpy. Yeah, but I don't know. It looked like he was actually fucking hitting it.
0: Yeah, but he was, like, whacking it with the side of his hand and took, like, five
1: goes to get through the window. But He's, I don't think that he really, really wanted to be doing it then. I thought that was, like, <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? He didn't really want to I just found that scene it. a little bit cringy, if no, I'm honest, beating no, the no, car up. No. Um. But I thought the character
0: was great and I thought he did a great job of creating a likeable thug if you like <laughs> yeah. um he, he was as clearly an intelligent guy who was likeable and had good morals whether they were legal morals or anything like that is a different thing he took his dues didn't he yeah yeah, f- you know yeah I mean? he's the sort of person was like
1: look yeah i know that i've done wrong yeah. and i've got to take it yeah mm. i
0: quite i quite like the scene with him with the police guy and he just wouldn't give him anything and he was like oh, i understand what the risks were i entered in it on my own accord and i'll take that like a man mm. Um, I thought the actual character was really well written and I really liked him. I thought the set fighting scenes at points were a bit like superhero fighting scenes. Right. You know, like where you're basically at a deli counter and they're taking their tags and they're like, number 64, please. And they're all queuing up for a fight. If you got like four thugs, you'll jump on him and you pelt him with an iron bar. <laughs> you don't wait him for beat your mate up before
1: you have a go. Did you not find it like quite... Hardcore, like it was the, the 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 punches and that you could I'm not feel kicking okay. oh, I just
0: yeah, I just found them a bit choreographed. Um for a brawling thing I would have liked a bit less choreography on the fighting scenes. I mean the bloke beating the tires up, what's that all about? I thought this could have been a great ninety minute film. Right. I didn't see any possible reason it needed to be two
1: hours, twelve minutes. I'm not sure what they were thinking. Okay. I mean it is actually a little bit of a um a thing that the director He's always, I think he's, as far as I know it's only three main ones okay. which we'll get we, we might get to another one of them uh, another one of my favourites because I actually really like him and then dragged across concrete I watched again the other day yeah. and that's long as well okay um, I
0: saw that that's come up on my prime today and I yeah. thought I might give that a go right okay um, in, yeah. but yeah uh, but finally after an hour and a half some action happened, <laughs> right, which was nice. And when the scenes came, they were fucking brutal. Yeah. It made my hair stand up on end, on my arms. Oh, it was.
1: Is that why it hasn't gone
0: down yet? It was bad. <laughs> it was like, wow. Um, he loves headstamp, doesn't he? Yeah. He loves. And when he dragged him across Concrete. with his teeth. Ah, <laughs> oh, it probably rivals the foot stomp. Like the curb, bite the curb scene in American History X for me. Right. Because it made me go funny when yeah, I watched yeah. it. And I was like, oh. Yeah, I don't like teeth. Um, he, he didn't mind breaking an arm or a leg when he did his leg. Oh, When he did the guy's <laughs> arm. Oh, he was a spiteful little fucker. When he Did left you retch?
1: No, oh, no. Or
0: cry? Did you cry? No. Oh, no. Right. no he, he, I was just like, <laughs> oh. But yeah, he was spiteful, spiteful, spiteful. I was a little bit mixed thoughts on the effects they used. It's that style, isn't it? I suppose I choose that sort of grindhouse effect style when they when he gets shot at the end and his face, the skull sort of things, and he stamps on it and lumps the skull. Probably not a huge budget, but I thought they could have. I would like to have seen him a little bit more realistic rather than going from that way. In my opinion, it did get really tense at points, and I really did enjoy those bits. And I thought like the the prison guy, the leader manager whatever you want to call him chief of the Daddy. prison he was a nasty bastard he yeah. really was the i felt the um continuity errors throughout were a little bit annoying right. uh, blood on the bandage was making me angry right. i don't know if you pay <laughs> no. much attention as i one minute it was there one minute it was gone one minute it was annoying and i think the ending was reasonably obvious because he was never going to get out of there alive But I was was trying to work out whether it was as simple as I thought it was going to be because the little creepy dude who kept putting his head out the hatch going, Mm. I thought that was going to end up being the person he had to kill for a little while, but it turns out it wasn't It was as obvious as I thought it was going to be. And I just feel without those brutal, controversial scenes, it would have been average at best. But with a bit gratuitous violence and gore and... It's always going to pique interest, and I really did enjoy them scenes a lot, as much as they were awful to watch. I thought it put a really good twist on it, and boy, fuck did they let him have it. It was great. And then at the end, I thought his mate was great. I enjoyed it. I got a lot of enjoyment out of it, but I can't say it was one of my favourite films, but... It's got some very memorable scenes in it okay. that will stay with me for a long time. Yeah, excellent.
1: Oh, I've got 67. Have you? Yeah. Okay, all right. Not yeah, is too that all bad. right? Yeah, it's all right, yeah, yeah, not too bad. I mean, I'd have it a little bit higher. But, yeah, um, when it looked uh, really no, I, I thought Vince Vaughn done a good job on it. As so. no, I,
0: I, I, I say, I thought the character was great. Mm. I just didn't completely buy him in that. He's oh, a big no. fucker. He's a lump, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. Okay. So what you got for me next week, then, mate?
0: I've got you a film, mate. It's currently 6.3 out of 10 on IMDb. It's a 15, 1 hour, 39 minutes build as a biography crime drama. With a synopsis of when disgraced New York Times reporter Michael Finkel meets accused killer Christian Longo, who has taken on Finkel's identity, his investigation morphs into a game of cat and mouse, starring James Franco, Jonah Hill, Felicity Jones... million gross, mate, not got a budget on this one. It's 2015's True Story.
1: Okay, never heard of it. Never heard of it. Oh, Jonah Hill in a serious role. Okay, all right, there you go. Yeah,
0: hopefully you'll enjoy
1: it. Okay, mate, so, I mean, this is just fucking weird, this one. I'm giving you a 1988 film directed by Frank Oz, starring Steve Martin, Michael Caine, Glenn Headley... Anton Rogers and Barbara Harris running time of 110 minutes, a box office of $42 million, don't have a budget, 7.4 on IMDb, 89% on Rotten Tomatoes. We have a synopsis of two con men tried to settle their rivalry by betting on who can swindle a young American heiress out of $50,000 first. I'm giving you 1988's Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. I can't believe you ain't seen it. Jill can't believe you ain't seen it. Jill's I, disgusted I, is with. Is she really? Yeah. Um, fucking I'll days. be
0: honest. I wasn't aware. I've I've heard of Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. I wasn't aware it's was this type of film. Why? Um. So okay. it'd be interesting one. I'm not convinced, but we'll see. Really? Yeah. Okay. It don't sound like my bag. Really?
1: Um, okay.
0: But yeah. Let's I mean, give it we a go. we love it. I yeah. mean,
1: watch it. There's some there's some really funny scenes in there. In okay. There. I really enjoy we'll Steve give it. Steve Martin's a go. great. Okay, then, mate. Yep. So. uh... What are we doing next week? It's it? a big
0: surprise, mate, because we've not discussed it. So I'm guessing <laughs> we'll discuss it at some point, and then we'll surprise everyone. How's that sound?
1: Is he just going to do a surprise, Yeah, we? let's just do a okay. surprise. I thought I was just going to say to you, and then you were just going to come out with whatever we were going to watch. But <laughs> you, you ain't following me. No,
0: we've not been that communicative <laughs> this week. So, I don't know. Let's, we'll find out, I suppose. <laughs> One of the films that people suggested. It will be, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, and exciting. Oh. Well, Okay then. Yeah. Right. So we'll we'll let you know. Well next week yeah right. we'll find out when we do ok then mate do you want to reiterate how people can get hold of us on social media
0: yes mate they can get us on twitter or instagram which is at movie underscore drone or via email on movie drone podcast at hotmail.com and please do and please do
1: yeah. ok then mate listen sorry about being all snotty and that no, honestly it's fine, really mate. painful up there like, I'd love to see you doing it Oh, huh? not, <laughs> not happening I really would love to be in the booth next year if, you. I, if for you one got minute I think I'll have it I would just stay at home for two weeks and not leave, <laughs> rather than jab that up my nose. Really? Yeah, I couldn't. <laughs> yeah. <too laughs> I'd gaggy. love to. See, I'd lo- honestly love to see you puke up all over yeah. it, in the booth next to me. But yeah, it's it's caused me to to be a bit rough. Not good. Not good yeah. podcasting voice. No. Nor podcasting on the whole. Really. <laughs> <laughs> not so, good podcasting. No. So okay then, mate. Right. Well, I shall. Uh, I shall. Catch you a bit uh, a bit later yes. this week and we'll decide what we're going to do. Yeah. <laughs> Good planning, that. <mate>. Good planning. <laughs> yeah, terrific. All right, then. Yes, mate. Okay. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening. No matter where you are, please stay safe. Yeah. We love you. Say goodbye, Mick. Goodbye, Mick. See you later, everybody. See you, bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.
0: Oh, mate, we are trying to work. People was on about this, like, pre-made batter mix for pancakes. Oh. I was like, how fucking lazy can you get? Just go around your mum, she
1: cooks them for you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, that was shit. He's a dirty fucker. <laughs> <My anger. laughs> I can't let it out.
0: <laughs> so it's just getting your own back, is it?